You're listening to FCUM Community Radio. On Thursday the 15th of October at 7pm, supporter-owned FC United of Manchester will be hosting the latest Football Supporters Federation Roadshow. For more on this roadshow taking place next week, we're now joined by the spokesperson from the FSF. It's Michael Brunskill. Hello, Michael. How are you? I have been not too bad. It's a bit of a tongue twister, that name, isn't it? The F, especially for a Mancunian who's only just to learn to speak English. Anyway, so <laughs> what's the purpose of these roadshows? Yeah, well, the Football Supporters Federation would do loads of work across quite a wide variety of subjects, you know, from safe standing, ticket prices, to work around policing and stewarding. So it's just to get out there and give fans and members a chance to catch up with us, see where these campaigns are at and maybe how they can get involved, you know. It's um, it's nice to meet people in real life as well, have a pint, have a bit crack with people rather than doing everything via Twitter and social media or whatever, which has its place, but it's nice to uh, get out there as well. Now, the Football Supporters Federation... Um when they have conferences, they're big conferences because there is a lot of issues um, related to supporters' rights and that kind of thing and, and going to a match. How do you fit it all into into one roadshow? Well, the format is normally that um, Kevin Mills, who's our chief exec, he'll be along at this one, but it's normally that Kevin or me uh, will sit at the top table, we'll give a bit of a 15, 20-minute um, run-through of everything that we've been up to lately. And then... Everyone in the room has a chance just to throw some questions at we, you know, go to Q&A and have a, um, an hour or so on that. Um, and it, it can literally be, we do loads of different stuff. I mean, obviously, the main stuff that we've done at the minute is around 20s plenty for away tickets, mm-hmm. safe standing. But I suppose when we're in visiting FC United's ground as well, I think one of the things that we we'll want to do is to try and engage with fans um through the tiers as well, not just in the Premier League and Football League. So it's a great chance for FC United fans to get along and quiz us, but also help educate with what some of the issues might be there too. So Football Supporters Federation, like you say, some some of the campaigns, the high profile ones anyway, involving um, safe standing and away ticket prices. As you as you say, they're, they're more top end stuff. Uh, what's the opportunities down the lower end, you feel, for improving the game for supporters well i think um there's still obviously policing and stewarding issues we have someone called amanda jacks who who works for the fsf on that so if fans have a bit of bother with stewards or, or police or whatever you know and need legal contacts advice we can help around all that so i suppose that would be one there's also a, we're very big on seeing the Premier League redistribute more of its vast, vast wealth <laughs> throughout yes. the game, you know, into grassroots. And um, we'll have a share TV wealth campaign. So the idea of that is to see more money through the Football League, through non league, into grassroots. Um, so ideas from fans about how we could sort of um, boost that and, and, and engage you in that as well. Um, because I'm sure that's something we want to see. But also as well, it's just a good good chance for us to get over to FC United. I haven't seen the new ground yet, so I'm really looking forward to that. You know, FC United and Manchester are one of our um, biggest affiliated members. Um, one of the one of the best known, certainly, um, given all the amazing work we've done in the past few years. So it'd be really good to catch up with, with them as well. But also... I know there's people maybe listening to this who aren't FC United fans also just to say this is open to fans from every club, you know, whether you're a um, Man United fan, Man City fan, Oldham, Stockport, Berry, Blackpool, whatever, you know, all the clubs in the area, it'd be great to see people coming along um, and 
and and yeah, just having a bit catch up with FSF, see what we're all about. Just to just to cover off that point about Premiership money going down to the grassroots, um, I do uh, many podcasts, uh, too many, uh, if the truth be known for my health, uh, but. Um, FC United are a step three non-league club. Um, we do podcasts for step four and five. I've, I actually do a podcast for step seven as well. At what level are the games, are the Football Supporters Federation open to getting involved with? Is, is it all the way down to Sunday league and, and junior football? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we wouldn't want to put a like a lane anywhere, you know, to say that we, we can't deal with that because the club's too small or to step whatever, you know, that's not, that's not the case. So, And that's part of the reason why these events are really good because I think... I mean, I'm a Sunderland fan, and um, recently we've spent a bit of time in the Premier League, and we've spent a bit of time, more time than I'd like in the Football League as well. But I wouldn't pretend to be massively knowledgeable of non-league stuff. You know, I, that's not generally where I spend my Saturdays. So I think that's why we need fans to come along and and um, get involved and help us out with that. The Football Supporters Federation as well. And we that, are largely a voluntary organisation, you know, so the more fans at that level get engaged, the better we'll be plugged into what's needed there and the more engagement we can have, the more the more effort we can, well, not effort, but the more successful we can maybe have um, more successful campaigns and things there. And that might be where um, Supporters Direct Clubs come in because um, throughout this podcast, as it's been on the air since um, late July, we've we've had these stories on of these clubs who, who've either been in the Football League or came very close to being in the Football League, but then they all went pop and mm. uh, I've had to reinvigorate themselves and, and start from afresh. But those clubs are still essentially league clubs with, with a decent-sized fan base. How can these clubs get more involved in the Football Sports Federation and get their their needs and their point of view across? Yeah, well, we work quite closely with supporters direct as well. We had our annual conference, a joint annual conference um, in Manchester, funnily enough, early this year. So definitely encourage people to come along with that and um, get involved in that sense. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because what we're finding is that quite often um, clubs have sort of really varying clubs in different parts of the country have very similar shared experiences when it comes to dodgy owners trying to separate the ground um, from the club, you know, for their own financial ends. And and we've seen a lot of that going on and supporters directly done some great work around that. So I think it's, um, it's sort of, if that is happening at your club, get in touch with the FSF because what we can do is, obviously, if, I mean, lately say there's been an issue going on at Hitch in town and Obviously, Hitchin Town fans need to drive that campaign forward, you know, to save, they were looking to save their ground. They needed to drive that forward and they have done. But what we can help do is echo that message to a wider public, you know, to try and bring a bit of tension on it and to bring a bit of pressure to bear in the media and things. So certainly if there's anything like that kicking up at your club, I mean, obviously get in touch with supporters direct if you're an affiliated trust with them, but also get in touch with the Football Supporters Federation too. Um, we'll hear from you and, and happy to try and help. I suppose there's no one size fits all model, you know, such a variety of things happen at different clubs, but certainly get in touch and would certainly do what we can, you know, whether that's giving a platform more nationally um, and just educating fans more widely or whether it's taking the argument directly to the authorities. The campaigns that are currently running, how are those campaigns progressing, the the ticket pricing and, and the stewarding ones and the police ones, I think, are very relevant to to certain non-league clubs, uh, I would imagine. So so how's the campaign been? How successful yeah. has it been? 
I think the <clears throat> ticket price campaign, 20 is plenty for away tickets, um, uh, is obviously as you go higher up the pyramid, the prices tend to rise, although there's, there's still many League One and League Two clubs charge and, more than and, 20 quid. And conference. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and maybe, yeah, occasionally conference too. So it, that campaign goes across all the leagues in that sense. Um, in the Premier League, we totted up that over the past two seasons, 20s Plenty has saved um, about 70,000 fans, £738,000, so three quarters of a million pounds saved, which I'm, from an FSF point of view, I'm really proud of. You know, that's not to say we think like ticket prices are fixed or anything crazy like that. There's still loads of work to do. But I'm really proud that an idea and initiative that originated from the FSF doing 20 quid reciprocal deals has saved fans in the in the Premier League £750,000. In the Football League, there have also been deals. Um, Coventry City have committed to charge a Norway fan visit in the Rico Arena more than 20 quid and they specifically name-checked 20 is plenty as an influence on that. So again, any fan in League One visiting Coventry City this season, um, there's a good chance you've saved money thanks to an FSF campaign and thanks to Coventry for engaging with it. In the in League One as well, we've also seen a lot of the Yorkshire clubs mm-hmm. commit with on a reciprocal basis in their derby matches. So Doncaster, Bradford, Barnsley... All those fans, when they're visiting one another this season, they should be saving some uh, dosh there, which is good news too. We want to see more of it though. Um, certainly in the Championship, throughout the Football League and in the National League, when there's occasions when prices are over 20 quid, you know, it's not on. So I think there's been a lot of work on on that that's been successful and hopefully we'll continue to engage more clubs and, um, and keep that growing, keep it going. I think certainly... It keeps bringing the media spotlight on the clubs, you know, keeps them in the spotlight. I think when I first got involved with the FSF about eight years ago, I don't think many journalists really understood how big an issue pricing was for fans, you know, but I think that they get it now a bit more. And well, I think that, a large part of that has been thanks to the work that fans groups have done. On the police and steward side mm-hmm. of things, um, we have a campaign called Watching Football is Not a Crime. Um, so on one level, that challenges different acts like legislation that that we think might be unjust. So, for example, Section 27 legislation, which allowed police really sweeping powers to move people out of localities, and they wrongly used it against football fans. And that actually happened in Greater Manchester quite a few years ago now, but we secured a lot of compensation for fans, Stoke City fans who were being treated badly on that occasion. Um, We support fans with individual cases where they've been maybe wronged by a club or whatever. Most recently off the top of my head, I think of a QPR, a couple of QPR fans who were treated really poorly by a steward there and the club has had to pay out um, thousands of pounds um, to those fans. And also individual things that go on behind the scenes that might not, might not always be like headline grabbing, but just where a fan is maybe got a caution for something silly but not not too terrible that they've done in a game you know and all of a sudden they're in danger of getting a football ban in order which might be like a using a hammer to crack out yeah absolutely and and we'll put them in touch with solicitors and we've got someone called melanie cook who's one of the, the most experienced solicitors in the country i think dealing with football ban in orders and she has got a very good sort of success rate and making sure that people don't get football banning orders and yes they might get a minor punishment they might they might get a fine or something it might be deserved but that doesn't mean you need a three or five year banning order from your club you know so 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 we'll do a lot of that as well so in a nutshell michael 
And thanks to this interview, I think the listener at home can can now... Am I safe in saying that then the Football Supporters Federation, if you're a regular attendee at football matches, um, the Football Supporters Federation in a way is a, is a form of union where if you've been wronged by the club or by the authorities or by the police, there is a support mechanism out there for, for assistance and help to, to not be a victim of, of yeah. those injustices. Yeah, I think that's a nice analogy. Um, obviously, um, there are... The, the Football Supporters Federation is free to join. Um, we're here to try and represent Vans. Visit www.fsf.org.uk and you can read more about us and join us for free there. Um, I mean, the background, of the, I think the background of the Football Supporters Federation is important as well because we genuinely all are, all the people involved are, are just like sort of normal fans who got involved one way or another. You know, I've been going to see Sunderland since the, the late 80s. Um, I got involved with it, the FSF when the Game 39 campaign kicked up, I thought Game 39 was a terrible yes, idea. Absolutely. So I got, in, got involved in that. And that's how I work for the FSF, you know. I, I, Maybe though, Michael, um, the, you've missed a, a trick with Game 39. You could have had some overseas fans joining <laughs> who've been priced <laughs> yeah. out of Game 39. Well, <laughs> all, all turning, turning on its head as a Sunderland fan, we haven't qualified for Europe in, in the time that I've been alive. And I'm like 34 <laughs> now. So maybe if we had the 39th game, it would have given us a chance to get out to flipping Singapore or something to watch <laughs> Sunderland, you know, or like the, the Italy or something. That would have been nice. <laughs> um, uh, so, so last question then, Michael. They, this, these road shows that go around the country, they, they, there's one in Manchester next week, obviously, with um, at Broadhurst Park. How can other clubs uh, how many of these are you going to? Are you willing to do a year? And how can clubs get in touch with you to to get one off the ground at their local stadium? Yeah, that's a good question. Like you say, the, the one next next week or this week, depending when you when you, yeah. when you publish, <laughs> um, is on a anyway Thursday the fifteenth of October, um, seven pm kickoff. Um, so it gives everyone a chance to get there after work. And if people would like it to come to their region. Just drop me an email, get in touch with the FSF. That's actually happened very recently. Some Hull City fans said, oh, can you come down to, to Hull and do one? And we'll definitely be doing that in the coming months. I think we're, we're probably committing to one every one every few months. You know, we've got one in Hull lined up. We've already done ones in Birmingham, in Leeds, in uh, London, I think, as well. And we're looking to do one, like I say, in, in Hull and maybe one in Cardiff. And um, we had an event in the Northeast as well, the turn of the year. So... We've had quite a few going on, you know, and um, if you're listening to this and thinking, why aren't they in my neck of the woods? Well, drop an email and we'll see what we can do. Well, Michael Brunskill from the Football Supporters Federation, which is a lot easier to say than the FSF. Oh, I've done it. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. You're listening to FCUM Community Radio.